0: Jeez.
1: Recorded live.
0: And that's this episode
1: 408 of the postgame now in session. Taylor Phillips, follow me on Twitter at DT2Phillips,
0: Lois Tenar, our national sports reporter. Follow uh, like and share the Michigan Sports Truth Facebook page, which I get which I banned Gary Pearson from because he said nobody cares. Well, nobody cares about you either, Gary Pearson. You jack off. You, you piece of shit. You abusive sack of shit.
1: Why do you go rotten hell? Goddamn cock sucking bastard. Fuck off with you, just. Walk off with your comments. NFL sucks. Nobody cares. Go die in a fire, please. Jesus Christ. Let's dive into this. Pistons lose to the Falcons again, one twelve to
0: one hundred and nine.
1: <laughs> Pistons allow sixty-eight points in the paint. Eric Moreland a, a plus eight, zero points. Got only one block.
0: Moreland still can't play defense, and neither can Andre Drummond. Sixteen points, four rebounds. 68 points allowed in the paint is beyond unacceptable.
1: That's like one of the record. That's like an NBA record for most points allowed in the paint by a team in a single game. 68 points in the fucking paint. Jeez. They let DeMarcus Cousins get away after he was benched.
0: DeMarcus Cousins slammed his water bottle out of the court and didn't get teed up for it. The officials sucked, but the Pistons sucked a lot. The Pistons' defense and the paint especially sucked a lot worse.
1: It was bad officiating, I get that, but but you know what? It was bad against both teams, not just one team. So that's canceled out. The Pistons' defense is trash. Even Bolon Marjanovic can play
0: a little bit better defense than, than everybody else on this roster. Eric Mullen not shutting up. He should just get the, shut the fuck up and get, get
1: the fuck off this roster. That stupid son of a bitch. He's acting like a true asshole. Just like Andre Drummond. They're both assholes. Bolan Marjanovic is a class act. 68 points in the paint for the Pelicans. They tried to, uh, they're, well, they're in Brooklyn on Wednesday at 7.30 against the Nets at Barclays Center. They tried to pursue they pursued Evan Fournier in a train but couldn't but failed
0: due to Reggie Jackson's high right ankle sprain, which
1: put puts him out which again puts him out six to eight weeks. Kevin Fournier is a guard in Ford for the Orla- for the Orlando
0: Magic. They were trying to trade Reggie Jackson, but now that he's injured again,
1: <laughs> I'm gonna have to forget about that. Lions defensive coordinator
0: Terrell Austin is now the defensive coordinator of the Cincinnati Bengals, so the Lions defense is probably going to get worse unless they hire a better defensive
1: coordinator than Terrell Austin or a defensive coordinator that is as good as Terrell Austin was. That's that's just the way it goes. Michigan State Spartans football wide
0: receiver Hunter Ryzen Transfers from the from the university, the hits keep coming. Like Jeff Moss said on Twitter at Jeff Moss DSR, the founder and editor in chief of the Detroit Sports Rag. Tiger in baseball, Tiger shortstop Jose Iglesias remains available in, in a trade this offseason, according to MLB Network. The Tigers trade Ian Kinsler. They can trade, Jose, Jose Iglesias too, if they
1: want. They're trying to rebuild. Also, MLB
0: and the Players Association, with its officials, will meet this week on adding a, to discuss adding a pitch clock and limiting mound visits for for the 2018 season, according to MLB Network. Speaking of Michigan State, they fall to number four in, bath, in men's basketball. Villanova is number the new number one seed. The Villanova Wildcats, West Virginia Mountaineers number two, Virginia Cavaliers number three.
1: The Duke Blue Devils losing again. The Blue Devils fall to number seven. Chicago Bears, the NFC
0: Nuke North watch, have hired Chiefs Offensive Coordinator Matt, Matt
1: Nagy as their as a the new head coach, replacing John Fox. which transi- which,
0: which transitions oh what oh one last thing. Calvin Johnson, Calvin Megatron Johnson. A former Detroit Lion is is now headed to the College Football
1: Hall of Fame. Okay. <clears throat> uh, now he transitioned to,
0: to hockey. ESPN Emily Kaplan
1: writes an asinine arc online column. headlining how we realign the NHL divisions after the expansion to Seattle. Now, here's where Emily Kaplan and the t- and the ESPN team, ESPN online team um comes up with their concept. They move the Arizona Coyotes, understandably. Well, where the fuck do I begin? They change
0: the division names to the Smythe Division, the Norse Division, the Adams Division, and the Patrick Division. First off, the Smythe Division, which should be the Pacific Division. The Seattle Expansion Team, the Vancouver Canucks, the Calgary Flames, the Edmonton Oilers, the, Santa, the San Jose Sharks, the Vegas Golden Knights, the Los Angeles Kings, and the Anaheim Ducks.
1: The Norse Division,
0: the Detroit Red Wings, back in the Western Conference. Not cool. The Winnipeg Jets, the Minnesota Wild, the Chicago Blackhawks, St. Louis Blues, the Colorado Avalanche, the
1: Dallas Stars, and the Arizona Coyotes. Let me go in-depth for that. Patrick Kane spoke to ESPN,
0: uh, Emily Kaplan, quote, we're not with the Predators
1: anymore. That has become a really good rivalry. And Emily Kaplan's um, opinion that,
0: that, quote, Separating the Blackhawks and Red Wings, has been an injustice, and Kane agrees. Kane said, quote, I think that would be awesome to bring them back, even more so for the fans than anyone else. They appreciate those games so much. Now Now when there's just one game at home and on the road, it doesn't seem like the rivalry is where it needs to be. It would be fun to play them a few more times a year, and who knows, maybe in the playoffs. Maybe in the playoffs, unquote maybe in the playoffs. First of all, first and foremost, the Red Wings are no longer a playoff team, and they're not going to make the playoffs. They're going to miss the playoffs again this year.
1: That's number one. Number two, the Red Wings are further east
0: of this continent. Than the Nashville Predators are. The Predators should be should remain in the Western Conference, and the Red Wings should should remain in the Eastern Conference. Let me skip ahead to the Patrick Division. The Nashville Predators in the Eastern Conference. Again, that's not right. They should be in the Western Conference. The Tampa Bay Lightning and the Florida Panthers, the Columbus Blue Jackets, with the Atlantic teams, get get the fuck out of here. The the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Carolina Pittsburgh Penguins. With the, uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins, with the Atlantic teams, get the fuck serious. The Carolina Hurricanes, the Washington Capitals, the Philadelphia Flyers, the Tampa Bay Lightning, and the Florida Panthers.
1: And then you got the Adams division, which should be the Northeast division, in my opinion. There are four teams that are more Atlantic in that in that division: the Boston Bruins, the New York Islanders, the New York Rangers, and the New Jersey Devils. The other four are the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Buffalo Sabres, the Ottawa Senators, and the Montreal Canadiens. Emily Emily Chaplin
0: catering to NHL players who just want to make it more entertaining, the division more entertaining. Well, they failed miserably because, number one, they're not smart, and number two, there are more rivalries than, than the Red Wings and the Blackhawks. Like the Red Wings and the Columbus Blue Jackets, the Red Wings and the Maple Leafs, the Red Wings and the Canadians, the Red Wings and the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Red Wings and the Columbus Blue Jackets, the
1: Red Wings and the Philadelphia Flyers. And I'm going to correct... I'm going to correct this whole goddamn realignment thing here. Not to not to mention it should be also noted the Calgary
0: the Calgary Flames are possibly headed to Houston in three years, relocating to
1: Houston in three years. So let's get to my Eastern Conference division alignment. Realignment. First off, the Atlantic Division, the, which should still be the Atlantic Division, the Boston
0: Bruins, the Carolina Hurricanes, the Florida Panthers, the New Jersey Devils, the New York Islanders, the New York Rangers, the Tampa Bay Lightning, and the Washington Capitals. The Northeast Division consists of the Buffalo Sabres, the Columbus Blue Jackets, Lewis, I know you're listening. The Detroit Red Wings, the Montreal Canadiens, the Ottawa Senators, the Philadelphia Flyers, the Pittsburgh Penguins, and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Those are all Northeast Divisions. None of them which reach the Atlantic Ocean. Exactly. The Atlantic Division, Bruins, Hurricanes, Panthers, Devils, Islanders, Rangers, Lightning,
1: and Capitals, they all reach the Atlantic Division. And you, can, and you can see how. Everybody
0: can see how on on their damn Atlas maps and on the Maps apps, too. Now for my Western Conference with alignment with Seattle coming. This one's going to consist of nine each.
1: Or at least eight. I have nine listed for, for each. Two of which are going to be narrowed down to one, which stays in the other while the other goes.
0: It and it all depends on whether the, whether the Calgary Flames and the uh, whether the Calgary Flames whether or not the Calgary Flames move move to Houston or not.
1: And they possibly will again. Like I said, Frank Vazner ran into it and he messaged it to our private group chat on
0: Facebook, the Michigan Sports Truth. The Michigan Sports Truth. By the way, I like to thank Frank Vazner for uh, bringing it up, and he disagrees
1: with it too. Of course he would, but everybody should. Emily Kaplan is just a caterer. Just caters to a bunch of idiots
0: that are actually players, not the fans. But this is, this is my Western Conference division alignment. The Mid-W- Hear me out. The Midwest division it's, will consist of the Arizona Coyotes, of Calgary stays, the Chicago Blackhawks, the Colorado Avalanche, the Dallas Stars, the Houston relocation team, if necessary, the Minnesota Wild, the Nashville Predators, the St. Louis Blues, and the Winnipeg Jets. Now the Pacific Division. The Anaheim Ducks, the Arizona Coyotes, if Calgary moves to Houston, the Calgary Flames, if they stay, they, they stay in the Pacific Division. The Edmonton Oilers, the Los Angeles Kings, the Sha- Shit. The Los Angeles Kings, the San Jose Sharks, the Seattle Expansion Team, the Vancouver Canucks, and the Vegas Golden Knights, the previous
1: Expansion Team. So there you go, Lewis. There you go, everybody. Those are all Pacific... Now, keep in mind again, Calgary may possibly move to and relocate to Houston in three years. There, there was there was a report a few weeks ago. Uh, from HockeyFeed.com that the Flames are going to move to Houston in three years. Or at least possibly. If they do that,
0: then the Arizona, Coy- then the Arizona Coyotes will have to stay in the
1: Pacific Division. So, that's all I can say. Speaking of the NHL, uh, last night's Lightning Red Wings game,
0: the Lightning won five to two. Lightning defensive light, Lightning defenseman Dan Girardi took a slap shot to the head, and is day to day after taking day to day after that. All tests were negative. He that that that's called taking one for the team. Sometimes you got to watch your head. Watch out for the puck. Make sure it doesn't hit your head. That's dangerous. yes.
1: But it's about taking one for the team, no matter what. You block the shot. So there you go. That's all the Michigan Sports Truth material
0: that you need to know. Now it's time for Lewis Tenor's National Sports Report, including live coverage. Of the college football playoff national championship game between the Alabama Crimson Tide and the Georgia Bulldogs on ESPN. Lewis, take it away.
2: You got, and, it, and it's becoming a, it's becoming quite a game with the NCAA championship. This is for all the models, folks. As we're now into the, we're now into the fourth quarter of the championship game between Georgia and Alabama. And right now, Georgia is leading Alabama twenty to ten. With 9:34 to go in the fourth quarter, it's now third. Uh, Georgia is now, it's now third and eight on the Georgia 12-yard line. I'll have more as we continue on. We continue on with this with this uh, broadcast. All right, only one game in the NHL tonight. Talk about a light schedule. Uh, the Blue Jackets edge the Maple Leafs three uh, to two. Hilarion... Scores the OT goal. Blue Jackets uh, and the Blue Jackets rally to beat the Maple Leafs. I have a light schedule, but this is ridiculous.
0: Okay. Uh,
2: Yeah. No, I mean the NHL, only one game. Wow. All right, so now we are taking care of that. We'll take care of the standings. And they go like this. In the Eastern Conference, the Lightning... Are now at 63 points at 39-3. Bruins are 23-10-7 at 53 points. The Leafs are 52 points, uh, thanks to that overtime loss tonight. They're now 25-16-2. Your Red Wings are 17-17-7 at 41 points. I believe they're on a five-day break uh, now, or one coming up. Uh, the for the Panthers are 17, 18, and six at 40 points. Also 40 points are the Canadians at 18, 20, and four. The Senators are 10, 23, and nine. Oh, wait a minute. Senators are four, uh, Excuse me. Senators are 14, 17, and nine, 37 points. Buffalo is 10, 23, and nine at 29 points. Ooh, we're in mid-January. All right. The Metropolitan Division, it goes like this. The Capitals are at 55 points at 26, 13, and 3. Blue Jackets are 25, 16, and 3 at 53 points. The Devils are at 52 points at 22, 11, and 8. The Rangers, thanks to that loss last night, are now 22, 15, and 5 at 49 points. And, oh, I think we got... It is Is it a touchdown? Um, no, it isn't. Okay. Continuing on. The Penguins are 47 points at 22, 19, and 3. The Hurricanes are 19, 14, and 8 at 46 points. The Flyers are also 46 points at 19, 15, and 8. And the Islanders are 46 points at 21, 18, and 4. Now the Western Conference. Jets, a big surprise this year, at 25, 11, and 7, 57 points. The Blues, not too far behind, at 55 points, at 26, 16, and 3. Nashville is at 54 points, at 24, 11, and 6. The Stars are 51 points, at 24, 16, and 3. Avalanche are 47 points, at 22, 16, and 3. The Wild are 22 and 17, and 3, at 47 points, and the Blackhawks, 20, 15, and 6 at 46 points. I don't like the sound of that. The Blackhawks in last place. Alright, in the Pacific Division, the Golden Knights continue to shock everybody in the league at 60 points at 29, 10, and 2, although I'm not surprised. The Kings are 53 points at 24, 13, and 5 at 53 points. Sharks, 49, 48 points at 21, 13, and 6. Thank you. Uh, Ducks are 47 points at 20, no, 19, 15, and 9. Flames, 21, 16, and 4, 46 points. Um, Oilers, 18, 22, and 3, 39 points. Canucks, 38 points at 16, 20, and 6, 38 points. And the Coyotes, who don't have a clue to where they are, are 26 points at 10, 27 and six. They're the ones that definitely need to move. Ugh. I mean, they're they're pathetic. All right, tomorrow's schedule. It should be a, it's going to be more of a of a heavier one, as it's on Tuesdays. So the schedule goes like this. You're starting the seven o'clock games with the Jets and the Sabers. Also the Canucks at the Capitals. Seven thirty games are the Blackhawks. And the Senators, along with the Hurricanes and the Lightning. Mm, hurricanes and Lightning. Oof, sounds deadly. Panthers versus the Blues at 8. Also, the Oilers and Predators at 8 o'clock. And at 8 o'clock also, the Flames take on the Wild. And still 20-10 as Georgia missed a field goal. Ooh, ooh boy. Okay. So now we'll go from the ice to the hardwood, and the scores go this way. There are a few, there are a few games in progress. So we'll take care of. Well, first we'll take care of the uh, scores that have been completed, or whichever one comes first on my on my scoreboard here. And it goes like this. Right now. Okay, right now Sacramento is leading San Antonio. The Spurs 63 to 57 In the, the fourth quarter. The okay, there we go. Continuing on, Spurs Kings lead the Spurs 63 to 57. Lamarcus Aldridge has 21 points, 11 rebounds, and one block. Willie Cauley-Stein 16 points and nine rebounds. With three of three to go in the second quarter, the Warriors lead the Nuggets 56-46. Uh, Jellick has nine points, eight rebounds, and five assists. Drummond Green, ten points, six assists, and three rebounds. And I have news about Drummond Green coming up later on. And it's not all that it's not all that pleasant either. Um, at 3:54 to go in the second, the Clippers lead the Hawks 50- 37. Prince has 8 points, 1 assist and 1 block. DeAndre Jordan, 12 points, 7 rebounds and 1 assist. The Pacers over the Bucks, 109-96. Chris Middleton had 19 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists. Unten- uh, Sabonis, 17 points, 10 rebounds and 3 assists. Raptors edge the Nets, one fourteen to one thirteen. Just when you thought they were getting better, uh, DeMar DeRozan had thirty six points, though six assists and three rebounds. Spencer uh thirty one points, six assists, and five rebounds. Excuse me, eight assists. Bulls over the Rockets over the Bulls, one sixteen to one zero seven. Chris Paul, twenty four points. 9 assists and 8 rebounds. Chris Dunn, 19 points, 8 assists and 4 rebounds. Here's a shocker for you. The Timberwolves crush the Cavaliers, 127-99. to Ooh, boy. Kyle Krober, 19 points, 5 assists, 2 rebounds. Jimmy Butler, 21 points, 9 assists and 8 rebounds. As we mentioned, the Pelicans over the Pistons, 112-109. Tobias Harris had 25 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists. Anthony Davis had 30 points, 10 rebounds, and 1 this? Oh, by the way, now it's 2013. Alabama did score a field goal. <laughs> this game's not over yet, folks. Stick around. All right, so now we'll go to the standings here, and they go this way. I was hoping the Nets were going to pull it off tonight, but no. All right. So anyway, the Celtics still have the lead in the East, 33 and 10, have a two and a half game lead over the Raptors, thanks to their win tonight. 20 and 10, two and a half back. Five and a half back are the Cavaliers with that loss at 26 and 14. Wizards eight and a half at 23 and 17. The Heat are nine back at 22 and 17. The Bucks 10 back at 21 and 18. Also with the Pistons. And the Pacers are 21-19, 10-and-a-half back. On the outside looking in, the Sixers are 19-19, and 11-and-a-half 19, back. The Knicks are 19-and-21, 12-and-a-half uh, back, thanks to last night's win over the Mavericks. Now, if they didn't win that, they would have their heads cut off. Oof. Hornets are 15-and-23, 15-and-a-half back. The Nets are 15-and-25, 16-and-a-half back. The Bulls 14-27, 18 back. Ugh. The Tragic, or as you call the Magic, 12 and 28, 19 and a half back, and the Lonely Hawks, 10 and 29, <laughs> 21 back. Oh boy.
1: <coughs>
2: Continuing on in the West, the Warriors, 32 and 8, pending outcome of this game tonight, uh, lead the Rockets by three and a half at 28 and 11. Spurs all are 27 and 14, five and a half back. The wolves are 26 and 16, seven back. Thunder, 22 and 18 at 10 back. At 10 and a half back are the nuggets and the blazers at 21 and 18 and the pelicans are 20 and 19, 11 and a half back. Still a big improvement from last season. like whatever. All right, down to the scrap heap at the bottom, here we go. The Clippers are 17-21, 14 back. Jazz are 16-24, 16 back. The Suns are 16-26, 17 back. The Kings are 18 back at 13-25. Mavericks are 13-28, 19 and a half back. The Grizzlies are the Grizzlies and the Lakers are both 19 and a half back at 12 and 27. Ugh, just miserable. All right, so now we've taken care of that. Let's go to tomorrow's schedule. Uh, fairly light night in the NBA, but still noteworthy nonetheless. And the schedule goes like this. Your 7.30 game is the Heat versus the Raptors. 8 o'clock, the Blazers take on the Thunder. The Magic take on the Mavericks at 8.30 and at 10.30, the Kings think on the Lakers. There was no top twenty five action in college um in college basketball. But there were some there were some games that um were of interest in preferably my area. So I'll run them down and it's just a short list. So here we go. Uh Navy over Colgate seventy to sixty two. Army went over America American 58, 54 Lehigh over BU, no, sorry, BU over Lehigh, 92 to 81. Bucknell over Lafayette in overtime, 80 to 75. Arkansas Pine Bluff over Alabama State, 94 to 68. Holy Cross over L'Ole of Maryland, 64 to 57. BCU over um, over Maryland Shores. Ooh, competitive. Coppin State edges Florida A&M in two overtimes, 79-78. North Carolina A&T over Delaware State 76-66. Morgan State edged Savannah State 89-88. That's a tough one. North Carolina Central edged Norfolk State 64-63. Grambling over Alcorn State 72-61. Alabama A&M over Mississippi Valley, 65-55. Jackson State over Southern, 65-61. And that's it. Okay, now for tomorrow's schedule, which should be a bit more interesting. And for for January 9th, yeah, because now we're in the conference season, and the game should be more intense. So, let's go this way. Starting with your 6.30 games, Penn State versus Indiana. That's on BTN. Uh, good Big East battle tomorrow night. Uh, Georgetown versus St. John's. You can catch that on Fox Sports 1. Your 7 o'clock games, Baylor takes on number two, West Virginia. A good top ten battle, Texas Tech and Oklahoma. That's eight versus nine. Uh... Texas AM versus number 21, Kentucky. South Carolina versus Alabama. Tulane versus Memphis. Dayton takes on Richmond. Rhode Island takes on St. Louis. Buffalo takes on Akron. Northern Illinois takes on Bowling Green. Ball State takes on Ohio. Uh, a good local battle in your area tomorrow night as Central Michigan takes on Eastern Michigan. And Western Michigan takes on Toledo. We're still in 7 o'clock games here. Kent State takes on Miami of Ohio. Campbell will take on Presbyterian. High Point takes on Garner Webb. Liberty takes on Winthrop. Longwood versus Asheville. Ranford takes on Charleston Southern.
1: 8 o'clock,
2: Syracuse takes on number 3, Virginia. Good luck with that. Um, Boston, um, Boston College takes on number 20, North Carolina. Oh boy, Southern Illinois takes on Bradley. Duquesne takes on BCU at 8:05. Uh, Trinity uh, Baptist takes on Southern Alabama. 8:30, Butler takes on number 25 Creighton. I hate Creighton. Uh, also 8:30, Wisconsin takes on Nebraska at nine. Number five Purdue takes on the Michigan Wolverines. Yikes. Also, Iowa State takes on number 12, Kansas. My Seton Hall Pirates take on Marquette at 9 o'clock tomorrow night. That's a CBS network game. I'll be tuned into that. Thank you. Ole Miss will take on number 22, Auburn. Number 24, Tennessee will take on Vanderbilt. And your 11 o'clock games are... Boise State versus Fresno State, and San Jose State takes on San Diego State. And right now it's six twelve to go in the fourth quarter as Georgia still leads Alabama 20-13. to Hang on to your seatbelts, folks. I know I got mine fastened. All right. So now that we've taken care of all that, let's take care of the news items. And kind of a light day, but still noteworthy, like I, like I said. And the... And and right now, we're at the 45-yard line. Okay. All right, so here we go. Starting off with the Cavaliers guard, Isaiah Thomas. He was ejected tonight for a hit on Andrew Wiggins in the third quarter. Thomas swung his arm upward at Wiggins as he was driving to the basket. Catching the Wolves forward in the <coughs> neck and jaw area, Yowza dropping him to the floor. Thomas was assessed with a flagrant two foul after a further review. He was sent to the locker room afterwards, scoring nine points, went three for 11, and shooting with only three assists in 19 minutes. Ugh. And of course, he's on restricted minutes coming back from injury seven and a half months ago. Not a great way to, you know, start your comeback after being out seven and a half months. Thank you very much. As I mentioned before, with Drummond Green, he got into trouble on Saturday. He was fined twenty-five grand for publicly criticizing officials. Uh, Green had told The Athletic that on Saturday about the ongoing friction between officials and players that has heard the game. He made the comment following the win over the Clippers, as he picked up his 11th technical foul of the season. Ooh, he told The Athletic that referees are taking things way too personal, and I agree with that. Uh, Green received the tech when he approached referee Tyler Ford to uh, plead his case that uh, Duplisea's case uh, when Lontrell's Charles fouled Clippers Ford blocked his dunk attempt. Hurricanes forward Lee Stepniak uh, has been removed from the injured reserve list. General Manager Rob Francis also said today that Lucas Walmark was reassigned to the AHL team in Charlotte. Blackhawks uh, waived defenseman Cody Franson. Their intention was to devote him to the AHL. But it would be a surprise if it was not picked up by another team by noon tomorrow. Branson is a veteran that has would receive an up Branton is a veteran that received an upgrade for several teams and a cat friendly contract of one million with an unrestricted free agency this summer.
1: Yeah.
2: Only a million. Must be its Cheescape plan. Alright.
1: Continuing on down the line here, and it's third. It's third and three right now. Third and three, and going going in for a
2: score. Maybe. Oops! Stopped at the
1: eighteen.
2: Actually, all right. Next tickets for tonight's uh, championship game between Georgia. And Alabama went through the roof uh, going for an average of $2,300 on Subhub, the most expensive ticket in college football history. Rival, The rival Vivid Seats was going for slightly higher at $2,413. Subhub tickets price is 41% higher than the average of the previous last six title games. Yeah, well, if you want to well, sometimes if you want the best, though, you gotta pay the
1: price. That's what I can tell you. All right. Alabama all the timeout, and with good reason.
2: Okay, and as you mentioned, um, big surprise that um, Chicago Bears named former Chiefs coordinator Matt Nagy to the as the next head coach. Hmm. Fired after three seasons, Fox was 13 and 34. Ugh. Nagy was criticized with Andy Reid for abandoning the run game, causing the Chiefs the victory against the Titans this Saturday. No kidding. Nagy had spent the last 10 seasons under Reid with the Chiefs and Eagles. And Nagy would also be the play caller for Michael Taburski. Oh well. According to sources, uh, soccer phenom Jonathan Gonzalez choose to play for Mexico over the U.S. The Mexican Federation is not, not com- is not commenting on this decision, but a source close to the organization said everything is moving along as it should, although there are a few steps to take place, as well as the final signature of the player. Gonzalez has decided to continue with the process, but until the FMF has an official signature, nothing will be declared. it will be declared, the move official. And Alabama has just scored a touchdown. It is now 2019 extra point pending with 3.48 to go. Oh, boy. 49. I told you. 3.49 to
0: go. Three okay. Seven-yard reception by Calvin Ridley.
2: I told you this game wasn't over. The Crimson Tide
0: are an extra point away from tying the game. Playing
2: okay. about the national championship game. yeah yeah let's see if let's see if they uh, can make it the rugby being blocked up, oh, okay, it's good you never know. Oh, you know yeah, but you never know, they might try they might try to block it, <laughs> luckily, they didn't all right, um uh, jaguars defensive end, Yannick, uh nogi um Accuses Bills um, Richie Incognito of racial slurs during their 10-3 victory yesterday. The uh, Ugly said that on Twitter that a player on the Bills that wore number 64 was going to come harder than the weak racist slurs. Uh, he was not available for comment. The Bills Incognito agent David Dunn did not immediately respond to the request for comment last night. Bills Lyman. Deion Dawkins tweeted in support of Incognito. He's been a Pro Bowl in each of his last three seasons since signing with the Bills in 2015. The Bills gave him a second chance in the NFL after the Dolphins suspended him in the final eight games of the 2013 season in his role of the bullying scandal in which ex-NFL lineman Jonathan Martin was a target. NFL investigator Ted Wells reported in 2014 (laughs) deleting a pattern of harassment against Martin and against Incognito and other Dolphins players that included racial slurs. Incognito's attorney called the, report, uh, called the report reputable with errors. The NFL cleared Incognito in 2014 to return to football but spent that season out of the league before in the next season. The Blue Jays acquired second baseman you know, Ar- Argus- you know, there in a trade for the for the Padres. In return the Padres will get two prospects in the outfield, Edward Olivares and Jared Karnoff. Winterball uh returns to Puerto Rico for the first time since the devastation of Hurricane Maria, which happened over the summer. The uh, thing is, though, that the uh, thing is that many of the island's population is still without, pow- without power trying to rebuild. And the season will be cut from 40 games to 18, but still may be able to qualify for the Caribbean League World Series, if that's possible. All right, so now we're coming up on... We're coming up in the last uh, two and a half minutes of the game here. Well, regulation that is. Tie at 20. Oh, oh boy. This is going to be a fantastic finish. All oh, right. Yeah. Uh, well, at least I think so. This is even better than the World Series. Almost.
0: That All right. The game, just check. 2014 World Series, if you ask
2: me. Yeah. Or All right. Game, we'll
0: just. 2016 World Series when the Cubs won. Yeah, that won. was. Bokeh Harris on the belly yeah.
1: You and
2: I were up for that one that night. Wow. Yes. <laughs> that was over a year ago. Yeah, but I remember we were up for that. We were up for that, and it was like, you know, because they, um, the game was t- tied in the ninth inning, and there was a rain delay, and we were waiting for that to resume, and like, oh, how long is this going to take? And yet, Chicago pulled in the tenth inning, and we, we were both nuts when that when it was over. It's like the curse has finally been broken. Oh. That was a relief. All right, so we'll just check the NBA scores before I hand it back over. At the end of three, the Kings uh, lead the Spurs right now 76-73. All regions now up to 21 points, 11 rebounds and a block. De'Aaron Fox has 11 points, 8 assists and 4 <laughs> rebounds. Um, now starting the third quarter, Warriors still lead the Nuggets 64-57. Joy caz. 12 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists. Green has 13 points, 6 assists, and 3 rebounds. At the half now, the Clippers lead the Hawks 58-47. Schroeder has 12 points, 4 rebounds, and a steal. DeAndre Jordan has now 14 points, 8 rebounds, and 1 assist. And everything else is a final. Yes, everything else is a final. And those are my um, finals for this evening, so I'll turn it back over to you.
0: We're going to keep it here with 2.55 right. to go to the fourth quarter.
1: Alabama just got the ball back on a 3 and out and a pod. First and 10, Bama from their own 35. Harris gets a handoff, gets stopped for a a loss.
0: As he tries to go up the middle, Smith with the stop. Second down, a loss of one, just one. (laughs) Second and 11.
1: Down to two and a half to go, fourth quarter. Both teams have two timeouts left.
0: Roquan Smith, 13 tackles. 3 of them a, 3 three of them tackles for loss. Two left, one right, one in the backfield. Harris again, jet sweep right, stays on his feet, gets the first down.
1: Right right to the 45 for a first down for the Tide. For the Tide. Najee Harris. Was, um, oh, nice run. Good one. Ridley makes the catch a yard short. There's a flag on the play. This could be against the Bulldogs here. Face mask against Georgia. One forty-five to go.
0: Fourth quarter. Fourth quarter tied at 20, but Bama's on the move. How many yards was that? 15 yards. Ooh, that's
2: a
1: costly one at this stage in the game. Malcolm Parrish. That puts the tide in field goal range at the 31. Here's Harris with a jet sweep for the 25. Ugly looking woman. Yeah. Alabama with 147 total yards in the fourth quarter compared to Georgia's 41 in the fourth. Second and four. Harris again.
0: Jet sweep left. No gain. Goes out of bounds.
1: Clock stops at 102 to go. Third and four. To <laughs> a Tago Val Tago Valo Taco Vala. Tago He actually gained a yard, it's third and three. with a keeper and a first down to the 20. 56 seconds left. Timeout, Georgia. The Bulldogs have one timeout left. While we wait, um, I do want to get a few notes
2: in from last night since I wasn't here. I don't know if you covered it or not. Uh, Red Wings goaltender Jimmy Howard sat out last night's game against Tampa with a lower body injury. And uh, listen, as day to day. Good news is though they have um, five days off, so he has time to recover.
0: Yeah, before the Red Wings had the Pittsburgh at P B G Paints Arena, yeah.
1: played the defending
0: Stanley Cup champion Penguins. Back, defending back-to-back Stanley Cup champion team.
2: Yeah, but they're not playing like champs this year. Uh, Hamilton Tiger Cats uh, negotiate a contract with Johnny, what's his name? And, oh, uh, wait.
0: Johnny Mandel? Yeah, I was being sarcastic. <clears throat> Johnny Football. <coughs> wow. 56 seconds left. There's a straight keeper and around... Mm-hmm. Right,
1: he might have gained a yard. Forty-nine seconds left. Fox stops at forty-nine seconds. Dan is in the red zone. Bulldogs call their final, third and final charge timeout. That's why Peter, but that's why Peter
0: Marais, like, played against the one of the best teams. In the NHL, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yes. And the Red Wings. And the Red Wings got smashed either way, five to two.
2: So, uh, as I was mentioning, uh, his rights have been owned by the team for several years now. Both sides have not yet reached a deal, but the CFL rules the Tiger Cats will retain his rights after making a qualified offer <coughs> before a noon deadline. In the same way, the Tigers wrote, as negotiations was process, Manziel and his agent recently notified the Tiger Cats of having activated a 10-day window during which the Tiger Cats must offer him a contract or lose his negotiating list rights. I'll be
1: back, I'll be back as soon as this play is over. One left, two right. veil uh in the shotgun,
0: <clears throat> changing the play, calling an audible. Going to take it so end around right itself to so the 17, maybe the 16.
1: They give him the 16. It's going to be third down and six. 30 seconds left. The Bulldogs are already out of timeouts. The Bulldogs cannot ice the kicker. Third and six. And now Nick Saban calls a timeout.
0: Yeah, we were just saving though, of course. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the Tide have one, have one timeout left with six seconds
1: left in the fourth quarter. Yeah, we were taking a lot of polls today. Half of the people
2: said they were going to take uh, Georgia and half said they were going to take Alabama, and I was on the Bama side. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Andy Papanastos will try for for a game winner. He missed wide left,
1: well wide left his last time. Yeah, I'll say. But not so <laughs> far away. If he misses here, then we're po- possibly going to overtime in the College Football Playoff National Championship. We go. One second left. Mm
0: -hmm. Six seconds
1: left. Six. Yeah, I said that earlier. Oh, sorry. My my sets a little bit ahead. Yep. Third and sixth. Uh... Wait. They're going to down it and then call it. Call their final timeout. Panosos. Now we'll try winner. Three seconds left, fourth quarter. If he nails it, the Tide win the title. 36 yards for the national championship. They missed it wide left, and we're going to overtime. The Georgia Bulldogs catch a huge break. Papanasso sucks. Nobody's
0: got him. a hand on it. I know how he missed that. That looks so easy. Yes, yeah, there's something wrong with it. He's, he's missed it like that before. Well, if he keeps that up, he won't make the pros, that's for sure.
2: Right. Yeah. So, anyway, we've uh, got a bit more news here. Um, this may sound like a joke, but the Cleveland Clowns, I mean, Browns had their had the parade on Saturday, calling it the perfect season 2.0, or as I call it, the imperfect season 0 and 16, uh, was held at first energy, first energy Center, first Energy Park on Saturday afternoon. It was a small crowd, about 3,000 people showed up, and the rest was a joke. But it did help. Ha- but it did raise thirteen thousand dollars for the local uh, food charity charity bank. So it was for a good cause, even though I thought that the whole premise was a ridiculous idea. You know, holding a parade when you don't deserve it because you completely lost. And to no one's surprise, John Gruden is now the new Raiders head coach. The announcement came 90 minutes after working as analyst for ESPN's playoff coverage of the Chiefs versus the Titans. A news conference will be set for 3 p.m. tomorrow. And of course, that doesn't come as any surprise. And uh, LeVar Ball says that uh, the Lakers don't really want to play for, for Luke Walton. why well, I'm not surprised. I mean, he has turned that team as team a complete <coughs> sham right now. And this was said while he was with his two younger brothers in Lithuania as they prepare for their professional debut. Uh, Bucks guard Matthew Deladova was ejected on Saturday night in a game against the Wizards for a horse-collar hold on Bradley Beal, as Beal was on a drive to the basket midway through the fourth quarter. Beal was making a drive to the basket and got past Deladova, but the Bucks guard... Uh called Beal from behind as he wrapped his arm around Deladova's neck, driving him to the floor. And was called for a flavor too foul and was ejected. What a way to what a way to get ejected though. The Bucks guard said that 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 the Beal had just slipped.
1: Yeah, right. He just slipped. Yeah, point. Yeah. And we're going over the rules in the overtime. It's not as complicated as it looks, folks. Okay, let's see who's going to get the... Uh... All right. Okay. Go. It called tails, and it sails. Now let's see what they do with it. Okay. time, well,
0: Georgia gets the ball first. Hmm. Second overtime game in title game history. It's the first time in college football playoff history.
1: Yes. If they had a wise move, though, that they would defer, I mean, overtime. High formation. One left, one in the backfield. Here's a handoff. Got three, second and seven coming up. There's a pitch sweep right. No gain, No game. Maybe a yard. From to the job. He really spotted it. Third down. He gained a yard thirty six. Back back outside of thirty-five. He's hit a very critical point in the game. Back to the thirty-six. Half okay. a that That's that's for Alabama. Half an is for Alabama. Idiot. And it's up. It's good. Oh. 51 yards. Very impressive. His his name is not Papanastus. Blankenship. His name is Blankenship, not Papanastus. Blankenship hits one, makes one from 51. Bama can either tie title or they can go for the win. What Bama ball down three. And he's going to get sacked. Second and long coming up. Very long, in fact. (coughs) Oh, my. Back at the 41. A
0: loss of 16. Second and twenty-six. This is mine. Bellamy with a sack. Yeah, turn pro. Here's a deep pass. Touchdown! I don't believe it. <laughs> a forty-one-yard touchdown pass, and the on Crimson Tide win it. Unbelievable! Fix. I don't believe what I just saw. He knocked on the cameraman too. I don't believe it. That
1: was epic. <laughs> Oh my God! He was left wide open and he caught the dance oh, football. Oh, mackerel! Nick Seaman is a national title winner again. Again. I gotta see this again. Yeah. So the Alabama Crimson Tide of the 2018 national College Football Playoff National Championship,
0: Smith, well, with a game-winning 41-yard touchdown reception. <coughs> a hell of a play call by Nick Saban.
1: That's going to be the sickest thing I've seen in college football history. Well, in the top five. Uh, Nick Saban is a former Michigan State Spartans head coach. Did you know that?
0: Uh yes, I think I did. Mm-hmm.
2: Unbe- unbelievable. I mean, they they were second and twenty six and the 41 like, okay, there's I don't think there's much they can do. And like if they ran they're probably gonna like, get like a few yards and be like a long field goal with two more plays, but throws a bomb and like out of nowhere.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I thought they were. I thought they were going to get a bunch out of it. You know, they had to go you know, second twenty-six, and that's a lot to make up. And yet, one big pass and boom!
1: What a way to win a game. Yeah. And yeah, national champions. Hey, before I
2: send back over, I just want to go over uh, yesterday's uh, playoff um, games here for, Jan- for January 7th, and they go as follows. Jaguars were over the Bills 10-3, to and I thought it was a lackluster game, to be honest with you. Tyrod Taylor had 134 passing yards and one touchdown. Blake Bortles had 88, yards on, 88 rushing yards on 10 carries, and... Westbrook had 48 receiving yards. In the Saints over the Panthers, just a 31 26. Drew Brees had 376 passing yards and two touchdowns. Jonathan Stewart had 51 rushing yards, out, 11 carries. And Michael Thomas had 131 receiving yards. So that leads us now down to the final eight. And that will begin on that will begin on Saturday as we go into round two. And this should be a doozy. All right, so that takes care of my uh, notes uh, for this evening. That's it for me. Back to you.
0: All right, well, an epic overtime period, and Bama comes out on top to cap it. Cap our podcast as well. That's episode four oh eight of the Michigan Sports Truth post demands on talk show. Episode four oh nine probably either probably probably at midnight or so. Michigan plays number thirteen Purdue on the court at Chrysler Center on
1: ESPN at nine. Either at at midnight with you or at twelve thirty solo. All
0: right. So, Fifth national championship since 2009 with, 20, with a 26-23 overtime win over Georgia. Wow. What a game. Yeah, what a team Alabama is. Yeah. They're just finding ways to win titles. Especially after losing it last year. Yeah. my
2: got All right, that's it. Good night, folks.
1: All right.
0: For Louis Tudor, I'm Taylor Phillips. Follow me on Twitter at DT2Phillips. Like and can share the Michigan Sports Truth Facebook page. As for ESPN, they are an association
1: of low they can jack off. TTFN, Tata for now, Bon Appetit.